Good day, dear listeners. This is Steve Prada with the Management Blueprint podcast. And my guest today is Victor Gishun, the co-founder of Access Logic, the number one nationwide reverse logistics company, which helps over 500 companies remarket and dispose of electronic equipment they no longer need. Victor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Stephen, for having me. Yes, I, I'm grateful that you come, uh, came to see us and to discuss the topics that uh, that you are an expert of. So uh, let's start our conversation with how you got here. I mean, you have a funny accent. I hate when people ask about my accent, so I'm not going to ask about your accent, but I'm asking about your entrepreneurial journey. How did you get here as a disposal and remarketing company that you do? Give us more details on that and and how you became a co-founder of that company. Sure, sure. Thank you so much for this question. Yeah, so I ended up here in 2011, but actually my it was my childhood dream since I was 14. When I first time I was born in Soviet Union and like Ukrainian Republic of Soviet <laughs> Union. And then it, when I was 14 years old, I kind of watched movie with uh, Robin Williams, Moscow on the Hudson, when the Russian musician fled from the KGB during the trip in New York. And I look how people like in America look different from people in Soviet Union. They smile to each other. They say hi and they help each other. Like, and like, well, it's a different world. I want to live there. And since then, I kind of was dreaming about moving here. In 2011, I finally moved here. And two years later, I met my current business partner, the CEO of the company. And we started this business here in the U.S. in pretty much from scratch. So he had experience before, very good local experience. He ran several businesses. And it was for me, no brainer. My goal was to find somebody here who smarter than me, who more experienced than me, who I can complement with my skills so we can work together and uh, succeed. And this is exactly what happened after uh, we started working together. So this is, would be one of the first advices, I think, for anybody who wants to move to the U.S. to find somebody local who moved here or even better if somebody born here, but it can be some cultural problems. If you, for example, from Europe and or Asia and somebody born here might be cultural problems. So better maybe to find somebody who is from your country, but moved here 20 years, three years earlier and he or she lack of the uh, skills that you have so then you guys can work together it will be really good and successful for the company okay how did you find each other and is this something that uh, you know asset disposal electronic equipment is this something that you did back in in the ukraine oh or, not really or it's a new business and how did you uh, fell into this kind of business yeah from ukraine first of all yeah i moved from ukraine to russia first when soviet union collapsed in 1993 so Soviet Union collapsed in 1991 when I graduated college and was total mess. And I figured out that I can't just move to the U.S. without good English, without enough money. I didn't want just to wash dishes all my rest of my life in the U.S. You know, it was not my kind of American dream. So I decided to move first to Moscow because it was most like the, the biggest opportunities was, of course, in Moscow because it was like a capital of former Soviet Union. So all money on power was there. So first I moved there, spent 18 years there. And then after 18 years building business and graduating different universities, then I moved here. 
So how I made my business partner here, this is an interesting story, and maybe some people who are watching or listening to this podcast will be thinking I'm crazy, but guys, you believe or not, it's up to you, you know, like uh, uh, Henry Ford said, if you believe you can do it, or if you believe you cannot do it, both ways you're right, either way you're right. So if you believe it, I'm, I'm stupid or I'm, I'm crazy, you're right, okay? If you believe it works, you're right too. So anyway, I will tell how I found. So I do really believe, and it will always work for me, the visualization. Before you do something, you need to visualize the result, what you want to achieve. Because the universe is mental. Whatever we get in physical reality, it's all crea created first in our heads, in all people, all species heads. So this is how universe works. So I try to do run first business the same which I had in Moscow. It was software development business. And when I moved here, I realized that this is completely different environment. This is completely different competitive level, I would say. The first thing which shocked me when I moved here, I noticed that my competitors show advertisement commercial prime time on TV. My competitors in Moscow, they couldn't afford radio advertisement. And uh -huh. here I see guys already raised millions of hundreds of millions of dollars. So the first thing I figured out that I need to kind of find something different. So I spent my efforts on preparing my Russian business for sale and uh, looking for the local, as I mentioned uh, earlier, partner who has experience here, how the laws work, how to uh, business works, how's everything. And I visualized some Russian tycoon I really respect because he is a scientist, he kind of engineer, he graduated one of this prestigious uh, Russian uh, university in chemical industry. And he's an oil tycoon, but he like a, not like oligarch who got everything from nothing. He built this business from scratch, I would say. So I really respect that person. And I visualized that person and I understood I'm not going to get him as my partner, but you need to visualize something close to the picture you want to have. Uh -huh. And then two months later, I went to a party in Las Altas Hills and I just went to a backyard of the very nice mansion. And I saw the guy who looked exactly like that guy. You couldn't believe me. <laughs> and, and I like I came in and there was like seven chairs. He was sitting on one chair and I came to him and I just said, is this your house? He said, yes. And the one chair was right next to him available. I just sat on this chair, introduced myself and I spent the whole evening with him talking. I didn't talk to anyone at this party because I saw this is the guy who I visualized, started visualizing two months ago. This is the guy you came to talk to and, and you made, made the connection. You it, know, it's, it's amazing you tell this story. I was just last night, uh, I was looking for something on YouTube and I came up on this video where Bruce Springsteen in, uh, I think in Melbourne, he's doing this concert and a guy is uh, showing a sign that he wants to play with him and he pulls him up on the stage. This is a 14 year old guy and they play one of the songs and sing one of the songs together. He, he plays the guitar and this is incredible. And, I, and, and then I went on this guy's, I found him, his name and I, I saw his Facebook page and he basically built a relationship with Bruce Springsteen. He came to the US, he invited him and he's now helping him in his career to mm -hmm. get out of the ground which is basically the same process that you applied. Absolutely. Your it works for everything. Just visualize good things, okay? Don't visualize bad things because they will happen too.
<laughs> that's true. That's true. So uh, garbage in, garbage out. Right. That's awesome. I agree with the visualization. It really works. And by the way, you said that you were inspired by this movie. I actually had the same kind of vision in my head. I saw Back to the Future, which was, I don't know, it came out uh, maybe late 80s, uh, whenever. Mm -hmm. And there was this scene when Michael J. Fox is riding this uh, skateboard uh, uh -huh. in this in the square, you know, small town right. in America. And it really stuck with this, this cityscape and it was such a pretty uh, square. I said, wow, this is such a gorgeous environment and I'd love to raise my family in a, in a small town, America, right. like this. And right. lo and behold, we moved to Richmond 10 years ago and, and I did uh, raise my family here. So awesome. that's uh, visualizations are really, really powerful. Wonderful. So let's switch gears because we have lots of good stuff to talk about. Let's go to the management blueprint that you came up with. And uh, we, I think we called it the business success triangle. It's your mental model of how to succeed. And, uh, and can you share this with, with the yeah. listeners? Definitely. What I realized here, yeah, first of all, yeah, it was the first step done right. So you need to find if you're moving from the different country, and you don't have relatives like brother or cousin who can you run business together. Even if you do have, first you are, try to fix, to find somebody local. It doesn't need to be a co-founder. It can be somebody who will be helping somehow. But this is the first part of the triangle is to find somebody local. It's better if the guy would have meat in the game and will be your co-founder. Second part, you need to have two ages. First stage need to be in uh, sales and marketing. Because you need to do something differently in terms of uh, the cost of acquisition, new leads for your business. Because if you do exactly the same things which your competitor do, you will be just mediocre. You would not ever build a big, great company. And for so many people, it's okay to, to be at that level and make some, you know, six figures and be, be happy with that, you know. We're talking about if you really want to succeed and make seven and more uh, figures income, like individual income okay so then you need to find some way how you can get in leads more consistently and cheaper than your competitors this is the first you need to find this you need to build this ultimate as i call it ultimate sales machine yeah. that anyone you can put in this machine without any skills without sell any sales skills and the system which you and framework which you give to these people will make any of them, if they just do what they're supposed to do without any, like, they don't need to graduate Harvard or Wharton or School of Business or have connections, anybody from the street you can put, who can talk, who can speak English, even with terrible accent like I have, see, and I'm still selling pretty, way more successful the more than some Native Americans who has no accent, they couldn't sell because they just don't want to do, like, cold calls or something like that. This is the second part. And the third part, it's a, you need to have edge on execution part again. So this is what make us our business successful because my partner, he has a unique skills, unique experience. Before we met, he had 25 year experience buying and selling surplus electronic equipment from different auctions before eBay, before Amazon, before they even uh, exist. And he created this catalog in his head that he can look at the picture. He remember that 15 years, 10 years, three years, maybe three months ago, 
he already sold this thing so he can tell this thing has value or doesn't have a value. And this has helped us to differentiate what items we pick up just for free and share profits with clients if client need the profit or for something we need to really charge to dispose of. Otherwise, you will overflow to your warehouse so you will finally will be run out of space and then you will be run out of money. So this mm-hmm. is two ages. Age how you acquire new clients, age how you execute whatever you do. Mm-hmm. It could be software development. So you need to figure out, so what would be age in your software development? Let's say you, or in selling something, if you do e-commerce business, again, you need to find age. Without age, you will be just me too product. You will be mediocre. It doesn't matter how hard you work. Without these three things, understanding local things, like local environment, having age on acquisition of new leads and having age on execution, Mm You can't build it. So this is three things just must for any business. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. So starting the edge in execution, and maybe that applies to sales and marketing as well. But I was just reading one of the old Michael Porter books that is on competition. Uh, no, actually, it was a Boston Consulting book uh, on strategy. And one of the concepts that they talk about is the experience curve, which is a little bit like the learning curve, but Mm -hmm. it's broader because it's for the organization. So even if people come and go, the organization can still become more experienced in something. And Mm -hmm. what what basically this uh, concept tells you is that Every time you, and they they showed, they did the research with, uh, so they have the figures to back this up. But basically what these Boston guys say is that every time you accumulate, you double the experience you accumulated in doing a process, doing something, then you become 20 to 30% more productive in doing it. So the time to execute, the cost to execute is going to drop by 20 to 30%. So the longer you do something repeatedly, the more productive you become. And then this is an edge that you are creating this edge for you in execution. Now, there may be other ways to create that edge in execution, but the point I like to make is that many people make the mistake that the reason they don't get the edge is because they are always looking for the edge and they are trying new things and they never really get good at something and right. sticks with something to really give themselves the chance to get good at it. And then they never find that silver bullet edge that they're looking for. So maybe, I mean, is this your experience that uh, this is how edge is created? How is edge created in uh, an execution in your view? I absolutely agree. Totally agree with you. So you need to spend enough time to create this age, because if you just will be sitting, reading uh, books and uh, watching YouTube videos, trying to find age, it's kind of good. It's kind of help, but this is, uh, it may take forever. Try and error, error. So you need to try, like you just mentioned, you need to do. We started really kind of doing, building this, for example, acquisition, client acquisition age in 2000. 15, it took me about a year until I found a book which showed me the framework, how it should work. And then we started trying and believe it or not, right now, 2022, we finally developed something which really robust and I see how it's working right now. So it took about six years to really, I can tell right now, yes, we do have this edge. So if I give up in 2017, 2018 or relax without trying to improve it, we wouldn't get this edge. Yeah, we would be maybe 20% better than competitors, 30% better than competitors, but we wouldn't get where we are right now. Same with my partner. Again, as I mentioned before we met, he spent 25 years 
25 years it's not 25 days or months years it's a lot, lot. <laughs> some people like uh, retire after 25 years well, you, know? Uh, they, they, you know the saying that if you work hard for 25 years you can become an overnight success <laughs> right exactly this is so he developed his edge and i met a lot of people who trying to do similar things they're not even close because they just don't have what he has in his head that catalog that experience you yes. can't replicate it. Yes. You just need to go through that. You need to go through this experience. Yes. This is, you're absolutely right. You need to spend time. One more thing I want to mention, and I have YouTube channel, which I record different videos on this. People can show it says the contributors. They just can go to the contributors.com and they will find the YouTube channel. It will redirect it on my YouTube channel. A lot of people fail for one reason. So when you go trying to reach the summit of the of the mountain, right? Many times you, let's say you made, let's say two thirds of the way and you understand that where you are right now, you can't make it to the summit. You need to go completely down where, where you started mm -hmm. and take another trail. Mm -hmm. And this is the biggest psychological problem for people to really say, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna go different road. And in business, you many times you need to do three, four, five, six times, go completely to the basics and start different road. People just trying, trying from that, even though they understand they can't make it from where they are, but they yeah. can't psychologically go back where they started. Yeah. Let's take Google, for example. Google had hundreds of millions of dollars of investment. Google AdWords was the number eight business idea that only started generated profit for Google. All previous seven ideas was complete mess. They didn't make any money. See, and they were able to keep on thinking, keep on looking. This is what made Google a great company, not investment. A lot of companies raised a lot of money and they just burned money. We know the story of WeWork. We know the story of other companies. They made hundreds of millions of dollars, but because they didn't find that edge, they were not able to adjust their business model to get this really momentum and really going without putting new money. Yes. It's no way to succeed. Maybe that's why a lot of companies that succeed, they start small so that when they make the mistakes, then they make small mistakes. Right. Don't uh, put them out of business. When you get too much money up front, you're going to make big mistakes because you have a lot of money to make the mistakes with. And then you lose the money and then you lose your reputation and won't get the chance to ever grow up. So that's that's awesome. So um, I'd like to uh, kind of talk a little bit of another topic. So the, the business success triangle. So find someone uh, local, whether it's geographically local or someone in the field. Who is uh, who already has experience? Who could be your mentor, perhaps uh, this local person, and then develop a sales engine and uh, develop an edge in execution. So essentially, an edge in sales and an edge in in, in execution. So that's that's a, it's a really good model to keep in mind. Now you have this YouTube channel, and you're helping people. You're giving back. You're helping other people to to the same thing to come to America and become successful and. One of the things that uh, struck my eye on LinkedIn, you say that you can come to America, basically, I may be misunderstood, but on a tourist visa, and you don't have work permit, but you can just start uh, working in your own business. Does this really work? Is this, uh, is this yeah. legal? This is the only legal way to work in the US with travel visa. The only. All other ways are illegal. 
This uh-huh. is exactly people for some reason don't don't know about that. And I recorded a long video about this and just recorded post a short about this yesterday. So the whole point when you move to the US as a tourist, you have B1, B2 visa, for example, or you have, for example, somebody come here as a, a student with F visa, somebody came some other visa. So it's not, let's say, when you don't have a working visa, but then you have a working permit, this is the only way you can start making money here, work for someone legally you just open register llc you just register company it's very easy right now to register it doesn't cost much money doesn't take much time you register llc and you right now no longer working as an individual who required working permit you right now a company so when you approach somebody to provide your services whatever you do it can be freelance services provided through upwork or fiverr or it can be construction it doesn't matter you uh, get a job not as a John Wu. You got a job as a Tratata ABC LLC. And the company paid to LLC who contracted you. And you as the CEO of this company, you just get your salary from your company. And this is completely legal. Uh-huh. So you're basically self-employed. You can employ yourself without exactly. a permit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it, it's a very American thing. If that is true, as you say, <laughs> I is. wonder why I bothered with uh, getting uh, an album visa at the time. Uh, I could have just done this, but I guess I, then I would have had to succeed in three months, which would have been difficult on a tourist visa, right? You need more of a runway. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. It depends what you're <laughs> capable of doing. Right now, I think, you know, right now, so many opportunities to make money. Right now, the biggest problem, it's not the number of opportunities. For any business person, for any opportunist, I would say person, opportunistic person, the biggest problem actually to stay focused on what actually give you the biggest amount of money at the time you spend. So you yeah. need to say no to 99% of the things. This is the biggest thing. Every day I get two, three ideas for business. Believe or not, I watch something that just worked terribly and then they see better, better solution. And first thing come to my mind, if I don't have full-time business, I would do it right now and I do it differently and it would be great. You need to. So, yeah. it's so not, you, you need to get married to your business. You can't afford just to date different businesses. All the that's time. for sure. It's full-time. And, uh, and commit to it and develop the edge and, you know, ride the experience curve and to get to the point where, where you break through. Eventually you break through. Many entrepreneurs I've seen, and I myself uh, guilty of it too. I was guilty with my previous businesses. You're doing something hard, you get some level and you're stuck at this level and you're making this income like with 10% increase, maybe annual 20% increase. And you start looking for something different. What else can you do? And you think there is a greener pasture over there. Mm-hmm. But you don't understand this. You here stuck, not because this is big business model, a big business. You just reach your internal mental and skills potential. So you don't know maybe how to grow a team. You don't, you don't have enough leadership skills. You don't have enough sales skills and you don't know how to hire. So you need to work on yourself, on your skills in the business you are in right now. Then you can break through. Yeah, you might not need a mentor, for example, for this, or advisor or whatever, or go to conference, don't go to seminar. You need to 
boost yourself, not jump from one business to another. This yeah. is where a lot of entrepreneurs fail. They just jump from one a business to another they think they finally landed in some business which will just give them millions of dollars with their level where they are it's not gonna happen yeah business uh, it's an evolution not a revolution don't right. look for a revolution look for revolution you know if you improve one percent a week then you're gonna be 67 percent better at the end of the year so just focus on that you know this is interesting, yeah, because I just finished the book. I read book uh, Brian Tracy, the focal point, and he has very interesting point. If you he give technique how to improve yourself 0.1 percent a day. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you do it, you will improve yourself 26 percent every year. Yeah, and this is so easy. 0.1. It's not even one percent. It's That's 0 0.1 percent exactly. a day. It's like unnoticeable change. It's a it's a well listen. This has been awesome, uh, Victor. And um, so your your company is Access Logic. And can you tell me your your YouTube channel? Where can people find you? Your YouTube channel, if they want to get your wisdom. Yes, the easiest way to find just go to the website thecontributors.com. Thecontributors.com redirect you to my YouTube channel. And awesome. you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. My name is pretty unique. So not many Victor Gichan you can find online. Gichan, okay. I, I butchered your name. I'm sorry about yeah. that. No, that's okay. All right, Victor. Uh, well, I really enjoyed it. And definitely uh, check out thecontributors.com where Victor is sharing his wisdom. Uh, you can get much more of that that we, uh, we got on this uh, little short uh, episode. And uh, thank you, Victor, for coming and stay tuned because we have uh, two entrepreneurs a week coming on the show and sharing their blueprint uh, thank you. On, on the show. Thank, thank you so much, Steven. It was a pleasure talking to you and being on this interview. Thank you. Thanks.